0: We know that health authorities are seeing an increased number of uh, is incidents in health care settings, hospitals, clinics, code whites, meaning when there is aggressive behavior towards health care workers. In Fraser Health alone, we've seen that number triple the number of calls from 2014-2015 until the 2021-22 fiscal year. And a new study that comes to us out of the University of Washington takes a look at uh, clinicians' reports reporting methamphetamine as a significant problem when it comes to violence against staff. Joining us now to talk a little bit more about this is Kaylin Folkley, Addiction Medicine Fellow at the University of Washington. Thank you so much for taking some time this morning. Thank you for having me, John. Interesting findings and in looking specifically at the role of methamphetamine when it comes to violent interactions in healthcare settings. Can you take us through a little bit what specifically was this study looking at?
1: Yes, and um, just to further clarify, um, the study that we're looking at um, referenced a previous study that talked about um, the perspectives of uh, physicians who thought that people who use methamphetamine um, posed an increased um, risk of workplace violence. But this study actually focused on um, the experience of patients who use methamphetamine and um, um, who have interactions with the emergency department, and particularly the stigma that they experience there.
0: Right. So, kind of getting that, that other perspective to see if the two match.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So um, our major theoretical contribution to the literature um, really was that people who use methamphetamine um, describe a shifting line between the positive attributes and the negative consequences of methamphetamine use. So there's actually a more nuanced um, understanding of how um, people perceive um, their motivations and experiences using methamphetamine.
0: I was looking at some of the findings and something that stuck out to me was the people that participated in the study not only talked about why they were using methamphetamine and perhaps why it was becoming they were using it more, but also talked about the being stigmatized when going for treatment at healthcare, still going to healthcare settings, but feeling like they really weren't getting what they needed or they were they were being perhaps judged because of the use of methamphetamine. Is that something that that, that was found in this study?
1: Yes, absolutely, Um, and unfortunately, um, I work as an emergency physician and addiction medicine fellow, so both from my clinical background and from this research, um, I definitely want to emphasize how patients who use methamphetamine um, experience stigma in um, the clinical setting and how that affects their care. Um, The people we interviewed, and we interviewed 20 uh, people who use methamphetamine with recent emergency department visits um, who all live in the state of Washington. Um, really described a number of things that um, uh, led to stigma, um, including under treatment of pain, um, difficulty um, getting IV access because of previous injection um, drug use, um, receiving unhelpful referrals, and having traumatizing experiences while they were currently using methamphetamine, um, and being in a really stimulating environment um, in the emergency department.
0: And then, does that lead to, or is that? part of why we're seeing an increase in in violence or an increase in violent interactions?
1: Um, And uh, although the study didn't really uh, look specifically at that, I I think there's a lot of evidence and conversation about um, increased workplace violence associated with the COVID pandemic, um, burnout among healthcare um, staff, um, uh, understaffing leading to all these things, and untreated mental health. And I think two things that particularly um, are raised in this study um, from the perspective of people who use methamphetamine are that um, uh, it seems like many of you spoke to um, use methamphetamine to increase um, uh, to treat their mental health um, uh, because it's not being treated in other ways. Um, and that includes um, treatment for ADHD and also mood disorders. Um, and then also to help increase their function um, because they're dealing with particularly high social risks like experiencing homelessness or um, other social vulnerabilities. So it really feels like there's a a tension um, for people who use methamphetamine um, that is derived from a lot of the social needs that they're experiencing um, outside the clinical setting. So this is kind of a perfect storm with COVID understaffing and um, and poor access Mm -hmm. to um, mental health and substance use disorder treatments that may be leading to this um, intensification um, uh, that uh, plays out in the clinical setting.
0: Uh, one of the quotes, too, from one of those who took part in the study uh, talked about uh, kind of that, that cycle, uh, saying that uh, they would get a bit of a bad attitude when going to an emergency department. Uh, and then the quote saying, if I know that this person is going to be mean to me because everybody else has been, then I'm going to be mean initially anyway. How do you kind of break that cycle or does this study give some insight into how that could be done?
1: Yes, um, and I felt like that was a particularly impactful quote uh, because uh, a lot of the patients we, or a lot of the participants we spoke to um, described a really long history of traumatic um, in- encounters in clinical settings, particularly in the emergency department. So I I think generally emergency departments. Me speaking from my own experience, um, had not done a great job incorporating harm reduction principles in their clinical environment. So uh, I think this was a real opportunity to uh, use the experiences of the people who we spoke to um, to ha- highlight the need to incorporate harm reduction principles that so many other community organizations um, are um, doing so well out um, outside the clinical environment, including on um, safe consumption sites and um, syringe exchange services and um, other community organizations. Um, so I think uh, the way we break that cycle is by embodying harm reduction principles and actually just treating people like human beings,
0: which they are. So um, so I think there's a lot of work to be done. And does just one final question on this, in that it talks a bit as well about participants that are interested in accessing treatment in reducing their use of methamphetamine. Did that come through or was that addressed with the participants in this study?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Um, so there was some quantitative work that was separate from the study that uh, worked at syringe exchanges in our state um, that described people use methamphetamine really wanting treatment and access to care. And I think that was highlighted in the study when um, we asked folks about what they wanted from their clinical um care, particularly in the emergency department, and really they wanted resources, they wanted shelter, and they wanted treatment. And many highlighted the fact that there wasn't um, uh, an analogous medication to buprenorphine or methadone for people who use stimulants, um, at least in our clinical environment, and people want that. So I think there should be an increased focus on research and development um, and programmatic evaluation of some of these interventions that could be integrated into the clinical environment. Well, it's folks.
0: very, very uh, interesting study and findings. Uh, Dr. Folkley, we'll leave it there for today. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you. Have a good day.